0: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus,
1: Hello chickens, Uh, this episode is brought to you again by Matt, who sent me dollies and biscuits to P.O. Box 850 Strawberry Hills, or you can just use the Acast supporter feature, it's probably easy. (laughs) Uh, episode two of the Tenth Planet, uh, and it just starts like barely a whisper of a recap. All we get is a pan up to see a scary Cyberman head, uh, and also the corner of the painted backdrop and a bit of the studio ceiling, maybe some lights. It's, it's it's not great. Uh, <laughs> they did things in a hurry back then. Uh, so the Doctor says, tells Cutler the the yelling general oh we'll get more visitors and cutler says that's nonsense uh, and he's focusing on the spaceship again he's like all right dr barkley this isn't a convalescent home so that's clearly the name of the beauty man with the nice glasses that's dr barkley uh, the Cybermen out in the snow put on the soldiers' outfits that the soldiers that they've just killed and dumped there in the snow, um, which is it's not going to be very convincing because they're gigantic and the soldiers were normal size, uh, but they put them on anyway. <laughs> Um, In Geneva, there are the the boss of the world. I don't know what his his name is. Um, He's like, get me the polar base. Uh, And then we watch the international news, uh, and they show us that there is a new planet in the space, and Australia's on the top. Oh, yay, but we're upside down. Um, And they say, there's no danger to Earth. It's going to be fine. Uh, Meanwhile, at Geneva, they still can't get in touch with the base. Uh, Dr. Barclay makes an announcement. They have to save the space capsule. And uh, the, the doctor, our doctor, says, Oh, that, that capsule can't last another orbit. Um, so the doctor starts yelling at Cutler, and uh, <laughs> Cutler orders uh, some soldiers to take him away, and the soldiers turn out to be oh, Cybermen! It's not very convincing, but they that's what they are. Um, then the Cybermen shoot someone, uh, then the Cybermen say, Don't worry about the spaceship, they they will not return. Uh, uh, I love these these Mondas, Cybermen voices, they're so cool. Uh, Polly's like, don't you care, why should I care? Uh, Their planet is called Mondas, uh, and we find out it was a twin planet of Earth, and they drifted away to the edge of space. But now they've returned. Um, and they say, we were like you, but we were getting a weak. Lifespan getting shorter. <laughs> uh, so they had spare parts replaced until now they're almost all machine. But they have human brains, but no emotions. And Polly argues with them about the, the emotions uh, to no avail, clearly. Um, Cutler bangs the desk and he sends a message to Geneva. So meanwhile in Geneva, they're like, oh, my God, there's been an emergency. Get them on the micro." Uh, Cutler refuses to do as they say So a sideman squeezes his head And he passes out um, The sidemen are going to destroy The communication systems, Which will kill the astronauts So Dr. Barkley's like Oh alright I'll do what you say I'll tell Geneva we're fine And he makes up some lie uh, About the moderator rods I guess in the, the reactor um, Moderator rods are like You know that's what stops the Nuclear reaction stuff happening um usually graphite I think moderator bricks are and rods and things um so yes, they say that the moderator rods that were affecting their signal uh and Cyberman says there's no point contacting the spaceship, but you know go ahead and orders the other cybermen to kill anyone who doesn't do what they're told uh Ben's like, oh we've got to run to the TARDIS And he grabs a gun and the Cyberman's like, no, stop. Uh, And then he bends the gun like Superman. Oh, it's pretty cool. Uh, (laughs) So he says, it's useless to resist us. We are stronger and more efficient. We must be obeyed. (laughs) I love talking like a Cyberman. I want to do this whole podcast like a Cyberman. Ben is locked in the projection room. On the spaceship, they're trying to correct their orbit. No, I'm not going to do it anymore. It's annoying. Um, So, on the spaceship, they have a very boring countdown. I know it was the thing in the 60s with rockets. They did countdowns all the time. But it is dramatic poison a countdown unless you're going to turn it into like oh something exciting's happened but counting down to pressing a button is not okay Um, anyway they count down and they fire the retro rockets uh, and then realise they're not at re-entry velocity so they need to fire the retros again oh my god all the fuel's gone (gasps) they've got to put on their helmets and uh, on the base they're all freaking out they're like they're beyond escape velocity and then the screens go blank and everyone's sad and Polly's like what happened and the Doctor's like the spaceship exploded Oh sad that we've lost the astronauts the the groundbreaking astronauts in space they've they've gone. Um so the cybermen say uh to save everybody they need to send info to Mondas uh and then they say Mondas needs energy from earth. And so they're going to suck all the energy out of the Earth. And the Doctor's like, how will we survive? Uh, and the Cybermen say, well, we'll take you to Mondas. Then uh, Ben's looking around for weapons. He's been <laughs> locked in a in the projection room. And he's like, where's the weapons? Um, and then he decides he's going to blind a Cyberman with the projector. And so he knocks on the door. The Cyberman comes in. And weirdly, it works, briefly. Uh, which Enough for Ben to get the Cyberman's weapon off him. And he fires it and kills the Cyberman. Uh, meanwhile, Polly says, you know, we can't go and live with you. You've got no feelings. And the man doesn't understand what that word is. And the Doctor's like, emotions, love, pride, hate, fear. Have you no emotions? Uh, you will become like us. Oh my God, it's their old catchphrase. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, meanwhile, while Polly and the man are arguing over emotions, uh, Cutler wakes up and he's listening to all this. Um, uh, Polly's like protesting the death of millions that's about to happen and Ben sneaks in and gives the Cyberman gun to Cutler. The Cyberman gun is like a, it's the size of a giant board. It's huge with a big light on the front. Um so <laughs> uh Cutler stands up and then fires the Cyberman gun at all the Cybermen. They all go down. Uh, And then he's like, contact Geneva And the doctor's like, that was a mistake We could have learned more from them Uh, Geneva's sorry about the astronauts Uh, Cutler explains about the Cybermen and Mondas And Geneva say, look, we've had to send up a single astronaut to uh, get the others down I'm like, I thought they exploded um, And because it was such a dangerous mission They asked for volunteers And Cutler's son volunteered Oh no, they've raised the stakes uh, And, so, and the Geneva says Okay, we've doubled the power reserves um, And then they're like We're going to fight the first interplanetary war <gasps> oh, And then there's jangly music And stock shots of radio telescopes <laughs> Uh, Cutler wants uh, computer information, he's like, get it from computer, uh, <laughs> uh, and then he starts ordering guards out, he's like, yeah, they get guards to guard that thing, and that thing, and the other thing, and he's like, I don't care if they're arrested, get them, get them up, um, and then he orders the missiles to be prepared, there's missiles now. Uh, and the doctor's like, general, you are underestimating the cybermen and he's like nah. uh Polly says he seems to be enjoying this, which i don't think he's meant to hear and he's like, What did you say she's like, oh you seem to be enjoying this and he goes, Let me tell you I've got a personal stake in that my son is up there Ugh. oh my God, so ludicrous uh and then there's some man working a computer who we haven't seen before <laughs> he's just popped up now um and he's like there's spaceships hundreds of them and they're all heading for us and we see them on the uh the radar screen thing um like hundreds of spaceships well it looks like 20 uh, (laughs) all heading for one little dot and it's like oh no uh and then the credits happen and i gotta say the credits are probably the most shocking thing in the episode so the, the Cybermen all seem to have names in the credit like Krang and Kior I don't even know what they're called um, they just got weird like there's just weird names and I'm assuming they're the Cybermen meanwhile while the Cybermen have names uh, the guy that yells there's hundreds of spaceships the new guy he doesn't have a name he's just the operator and you know who else doesn't have a name the lady in Geneva who I think has more dialogue than the head of the world there's a woman in Geneva who keeps saying, we can't get in contact with Polar Base. All right, I'm contacting Polar. She's just called, the, I don't know what, what her name is in the credits, Lady at Geneva, but she does not have a name. <laughs> but the Cybermen have names, even though now we know they don't have names anymore. Anyway, uh, next episode, it's part three.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinns.